0: what's up everybody this is phil rogacki i'm jared Abergina. you're listening to two tree guys podcast what's up everybody phil rogacki here with two tree guys uh joined as always well not always mr jared Abergina. hey
1: hey that's that's jared I'm always here, <laughs>
2: the one and only. Hey hey, 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 hey! What
0: is that? That's like fat Albert. I don't Does know what you want Albert me to say, say man. That?
1: Sometimes <laughs> it's a weird introduction.
0: Hey, you're hey! Like... hey. <laughs> well, guys, we listen. It's, if it's your first time tuning in the show, and you guys never heard us before, um, you know what you're going to hear today is gear talk uh it's where we bring uh some alliances some partners manufacturers in to talk about different gear different products usage uh safety features maintenance so on and so forth for that that we get to hear all sorts of different gears that are out there in the market we also have another segment um that's what's your story uh where we travel around to different trade shows and we get to hear people's stories, you know, short stories about their life of getting in the industry, uh, wisdom that they, uh, <laughs> <wisdom>. <laughs> Sorry, <I can't. laughs> he's laughing. Uh, because <laughs> if anybody knows Missy Sue 67 on Instagram, I'm on Instagram right now on my computer uh, and it just keeps repeating a thing of her dancing. dancing, dancing. And I'm, looking at <laughs> his, I'm looking at his <laughs> screen. I'm like, there goes Missy. She's going, she's going to town. <laughs> uh, but we're going to have them on to hear their story. Right. You know? So, so we good. have, what's your story. And then we have a uh, full length episode, uh, where we have individuals that are traveling that come and visit us in the studio. And we have a full on, uh, Episode of talking about who knows what uh, for that. And then we also have our safety talks that are going to be coming here soon. I uh, don't know what the title of it's going to be, uh, but safety talks, safety flashes. So, first time listening, if you guys laugh, you guys got something out of this show today or this morning or tonight, whenever you're listening to it, the only fee you have to do is share it. If you do want to send money, I will take it, but just share it. <laughs> that's all we ask, you know, share, share the knowledge that's being shared with you guys uh, out there. That's how our show grows. That's how we get more followers and we do more of this kind of stuff. So, um, you know, we have Jos- Josiah Jordsen here with us today um, from Edelrid. He is uh, the work safety uh, territory manager for Edelrid. So we're gonna have you jump in to the new product, man. What do we got?
2: Thank you. Yeah, so this one's uh, this one's not new. Uh, but it is it is a pretty sweet product so this i mean anyone who's climbed any length of time has seen a hand ascender whether it's outside on the rock or in trees i mean they they certainly have their place they're real handy you know pun intended <laughs> devices <laughs> Uh, this one in particular is, is Adlerid's take. So Adlerid, uh, in Germany, they are fantastic engineers. So they uh, got to hang out with these guys this last year and they just sit there and look at something like, I think we can make that a little better. And then they do it again. I think we can make that a little better. And then, and once they've done that three or four times then okay, all right, we can release it now. We're, we'll never stop. And, and so I think that's just
0: like what shines through on this. Uh, well, you will guys... they bring that product back in and relook at it in a few oh, years. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, and and there's a, there's kind of an always... ongoing, there's an ongoing like feedback loop, but with our professional, especially with work safety because we're just a little bit newer to that. Yeah, Adelrid's um, a 160 year old company. It's been around a long time. Uh, they invented the Kern mantle rope way back when. So, I mean, we all, everyone climbs on, no not, yeah. uh, everyone climbs on double braids now. Mm-hmm. Like that was originally their, their design way back when that happened. Um, but, Anyway, the, sorry, I totally got, <laughs> totally got derailed there. <laughs> is, let me ask you this. What was your question is, there, there?
0: is there any products that they, well, I asked, you know, do they keep kind of like af- updating, after iterating. they put it out? Do they come back and revisit it in a couple years? And is there any products out there that they go, this is perfected. We haven't changed this for 10 years.
2: That's a good question. They've. They've got some that have been around a long time because they are just gold, especially on the work safety or on the um, rock climbing side. They're a belay device, the Jewel and the Giga Jewel, which is just an iteration of that. It's a assisted belay, phenomenal, and I don't think they've changed that in a long, long time. Um, there's not really a reason to. In its niche, it's just the best. Mm-hmm. But they do generally have kind of an iterative process where it goes out, goes out to their professionals, goes out to their climbers, their, all, all the people who are associated with it, and they just comes back. The feedback comes back, gotcha. and they go back after it.
0: It's kind of like that rope you sent us a couple years ago to use, you who know, yeah. hasn't been on the market. And- Where's the rope? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got it. In my other shop. Uh, I'm yeah. sci- I'm excited about that rope. We ended up producing it. The problem was that time they got it to you too late. They had already like pretty much nailed the design on it. Uh-huh. And they for whatever reason they didn't end up producing the large of the two diameters. But we are revisiting that because they're professionals. Because the people who they've talked to are like, we like this rope, but it's just a little small. And we like this rope, but it's not the right color. And so those are two; those are problems we can deal with pretty easy. What, so, co-
0: what color do they want?
2: Uh, we want to do an academy special. We want to do it all oh, red, like shoot. red with a little little black shoot. stripe in there. Man, that'd yeah. be sexy. Oh, that mm, will be. just like mm. the most vibrant red I can get. Oh man, that would be. Got to awesome. be able to see it. In my opinion, like the safety of a rope is entirely dependent on how well you can see it. Yeah, yeah. And everything else is secondary. But so that's that's in the works. Mm. We got to talk about that some more because okay. that's that's okay. one of those exciting developments that. We're, we're looking forward to. Oh, man. Um, but as far as this hand ascender goes, we, it's got, it's like, oh, it's a hand ascender. We've had those forever. Well, it, this has got a couple of neat little things that aren't in any others. Almost every hand ascender you see is made from like a stamped steel or stamped aluminum, right? So it's a solid piece that is quickly folded into place. It's a relatively inexpensive production method. But this one, they go one extra step, and you can see, if you look down it lengthwise, it looks bent, right? Mm-hmm. That's how it's designed to be they make these left and right-handed specifically. So this is the left-handed one. When you pull, you don't pull in line, you actually pull a little bit of an angle. And so the fact that they kinked the top of this over a little bit actually makes it more comfortable to use. And it allows the rope to pass through more more smoothly, I guess, mm-hmm. like it doesn't interfere mm-hmm. with your hand. It's not rubbing your knuckles as much. They uh, huh. base this design off of their tools, their um, ice climbing tools. And those guys, if you have ever watched ice climbers, they're literally hanging on these things just for minutes sometimes hours at a time <clears throat> non-stop Ugh. and so it's designed from that handle shape that handle the the angle on it how it sits You mm-hmm. kind of comes underneath I can see it. and so it's it ends up being a very comfortable uh, device to to hang from like to really mm-hmm. use it with with a lot of force a lot of energy uh, like it, you can use it what's the term like you don't have to be you don't feel like you're stressing your joints when you're hanging on it because of how how it's curved. And it's all fairly subtle, so it's hard to show uh, on the video. But in use, if you compare it to any of the other hand ascenders, it's just not even close. Well,
1: this makes sense. I mean, comparing this already just by the looks of it to the old, you know, really old hand ascenders, you know, the grip was directly on the side. Right. And so from that standpoint, you trying to lift up on it, um, er, er, ergon, your ergonomics, I mean, you, you want to almost, it's it's harder to take something like this and lift it straight up. And if you don't, you're basically turning the cam on top and it makes it harder to drag, a harder drag, right? Yeah. So having you kind of push from underneath makes all the sense in the world. You kind of have more of a,
2: you know. It's such, a, it's such an experiential thing too. It's like, you, mm. know, you see two of these things on the shelf and it's just not obvious why it's so much better, but... After that iterative process, after people sitting there playing with it, tweak, yeah. playing with tweak, play with it, that it really gets optimized.
0: One of the questions that came over is, will this decrease wear on ropes because of the new design? Um,
2: will it decrease? Well, your hand ascender really shouldn't wear your rope at all if it's being used properly. Uh, One of the concerns is the teeth, right? And the potential for the teeth to grab the sheath real aggressively. It's one of the reasons why you don't want to ever shock load this if you're using it as a backup or something along those lines. Um, So I can't imagine it Increasing or decrease, or making much difference at all. And, and used properly, it's essentially insignificant. Like it's not gotcha. gonna. They, this thing's designed for use down to eight mil, so you can use really thin and wow. and reliably use it. Wow. I mean, it's a, and that's pretty typical size for a rock climber. That fine. And they so the rock climbers will use this device as their mechanical advantage system for hauling their bags up for the big walls and things like that. So, wear is just not really even a factor so much, and with this device especially, but I I think kind of generally with hand ascenders when when used properly. In my particular experience, so the teeth on this are a little bit smaller than like on the Petzl one, because that's the one I had previously. mm -hmm. Uh, They're not quite as long, so if they do penetrate.
1: Yeah, I mean, Petzl's been known to have the most aggressive tooth out of any cam,
2: I wonder why. Is there's some necessity to that? It doesn't seem obvious to me because the cam itself jams the rope up against this plate and that adds a lot of friction. Yeah. It's just only barely necessary. In fact our fall ascender doesn't have teeth at all. It's like this little ridged yep. and it just pinches in there. So mm-hmm. uh again, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah,
1: like I, the like, you know, the old Gibbs, you know, uh lanyards. You right. Know, th- yep.
2: Yeah, that's right, those don't have teeth, they are just a little little ribbed rocker. Mm-hmm. The other kind of slick deal about this guy is that you've got two little places to attach a carabiner. And so if you're if you need more than just a Ooh, three you to a one, one. Yeah, mm-hmm. this this was that. That's I know right on the camera too. It's got a little bit of a sharp edge. Um but so you've got two spots to put the carabiners, and we have a carabiner called the Axiom, which has the little integrated pulley. And it's, it's very light and minimal. There's, you, it's not any heavier than, it's actually quite a bit lighter even than this triple locker. And it's a double locker. So if you're mm-hmm. not using it for life support, it still gives you a little bit of extra protection. But the idea is, it's twofold. So for one, if I needed to throw in a quick five to one, I wouldn't want to put... A thousand pounds of no. pull on a rope through a cam, but if I'm trying, if I'm hurt, or if I like need to make some leverage fast to do a rescue, or if for example, I'm just not a real able bodied guy, we have a lot of older climbers, like a lot of older tree guys. What are you trying to say? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the more ergonomic you can make it, the better, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, and you can do that quickly and easily. It keeps them a little bit separate, they're not going to be rubbing or interfering, they're spaced uh, vertically off each other, and so that is kind of a nice little feature that, frankly, I wouldn't have thought of, but the Germans did. Now, the other cool aspect to that is the, the common use for these is in a rad system. So you have your hand above you, you're advancing that, and then you're pulling down on your rope as it goes through the carabiner or through the pulley, and you get a little mechanical advantage on as you're advancing yourself up, particularly with, like, a cam descender where you need that that rad system to ascend it. This little extra three inches there is three inches more throw on a, on a three-to-one for every mm-hmm. every movement. And yeah. that actually makes a pretty significant difference because the closer I can get these two hands, the more I'm maxing out my reach. So it, it's a, a fairly significant efficiency improvement when used that way. Mm-hmm. Just by having this secondary I like little attachment point here.
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty sexy. So I did some testing with hand ascenders back in the day when uh, I was working with Petzl, and um, it was more so to prove a point that pressic cords as backups don't work. Prusik cord
2: as backups, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Because in our industry, you need you can't run one hundred percent of life support off that. You, right. you need a, either secondary, or you stack a prusik on top, and that was kind of the the way back in the day. You just carabiner prusik, and like it doesn't make any sense. Like if, if it were to fail, um, there's not enough time for that prusik to catch, or if you make the pressic tight enough. Any,
2: it, it's interfering the it's whole inter- time you're using it. Exactly. you got to yeah. push
1: up a hard pressing. So did a bunch of tests on that with 225 pounds um, at a basically a one foot, two foot lanyard. So we just dropped an even. Factor so two one, fall or factor one yep, fall? Yeah. So that
2: 200,
1: 220 pounds um, on a current mantle rope, that thing gone 15 feet and then the strip the sheath stripped the sheath, down. yeah and then it actually jammed inside the hand center st- stopping it right and the um the double braid that we use all the way to the ground oh really yeah
2: wow so and that's how, not much how that, much rope did you have underneath because i would think that would generally jam up but
1: um hmm yeah we had a you know maybe 100 100 feet of rope down there
2: oh wow okay
1: Stripped yeah. it. That's wild. No, I mean the fall was only maybe twenty feet. Right. But the length of the rope that was down there was yep. probably a hundred feet. So kind of cool. And that's you know with the way I look at that, that's that could happen any day. You know, that's you going up and then stepping
2: off on a limb mm-hmm. and having to drop out just break. Yeah. Yep. yep. So yeah, I mean, you know, we're not all two twenty. I mean, I wish. But. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wish that. Man. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. you're as ripped as you are, it's not so, so bad. So, <laughs>
1: so maybe having less cams, maybe that would be uh, maybe less terror.
2: Yeah, I wonder. I, mean, I would like. I would assume just, so here's a different device that I've played with a lot, and it, it's a locking ascender. In the locking uh, configuration, this guy, so you unlock it, this is basically the same kind of device. It's just a mm-hmm. cam that jams the rope in here, right? Um, and when it's locked, then it functions exactly the same. It just goes up and it won't come down. But this is a rated fall arrest device this is designed to take a factor to fall at the length of this um the lanyard uh which is i mean that ends up being what almost two feet or so So that's mm-hmm. a pretty significant drop um, and it doesn't need the teeth it it mm-hmm. just doesn't need it so i i wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing at least in the work safety realm that kind of going away
0: mm-hmm. now well are you guys going to be creating a double hand one, somebody asked?
2: Uh, th- we don't currently have one, and as far as I know, we don't have one in development. Uh, no, but so. I do have a trick that I've used to convert a single to a double that has worked fine. What's that? Uh, in fact, my it's one of my competition backups that I've used. Uh, basically, you can take a carabiner and I use throw line. And you put it like that, and you you uh, whip it really tightly to the <laughs> to the body of it, and then that actually grabs pretty well. And then you can also mm. stow it right on your. It just ends up becoming your stowing point on your harness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so I've got one I like that I've used like oh, that. I
1: like it. That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah,
2: but actually, you want to put it on the backside, so like, cause you don't want it to interfere with the rope falling through. Yeah. But so anyway, yeah, we don't we don't have one. That'd be, yeah. It wouldn't actually even work with this design because of the kink, right? So it wouldn't sit, it wouldn't sit flat. I'm mean, not that you couldn't put make a flat one and put the two together, but uh, we don't. Well, oh. yeah. So that's the Ailerid Hand Cruiser,
0: the Hand Cruiser. Hand,
2: yeah. And the, all of their ascenders they call cruisers. The Hand Cruiser, the Foot Cruiser, the Knee Cruiser, the Tree Cruiser. Everything's a cruiser. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, they've got one that goes on the the the, heart, um, the gaffs which is kind of slick too, so it bolts right where the spike uh, bolts go through and cool. let you use a use a foot ascender with your gaffs on, which is pretty nice too.
0: Well, the last question somebody asked on here is how many green shirts do you own? <laughs> oh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably more than you would guess. <laughs> oh, I have ones in bags that still haven't even been opened yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep.
0: Did you bring some green shirts for us?
2: Uh, oh. No, no, they're all small. <laughs>
0: That might fit, Jared. He wears medium. <laughs> well, there you guys have it, guys. Uh, the hand cruiser yep. for you there. And, you know, last episode I was on, um, uh was closing out. Jared was a little upset that he didn't get a chance to close out. So we're going to let him close out today for us.
1: Oh, clo- no, I don't do close outs. No, no,
0: <laughs> not at all. No, I'm, I'm going to pass the buck on that one. <laughs> all right. Well, that, w- that was the close out there. Guys, uh, if you liked it, you got something out of it, share it today. Uh, We appreciate you guys listening. Hope you guys have a wonderful, great day, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you.
1: Peace.
0: Peace. Adios.